0: Illinois voters are going to be taken to the polls in, uh, well, less than about 11 months or so. Uh, Less than that, actually. Uh, The March 2022 primary rapidly approaching. And what's the primary going to be all about? Well, you've got names popping up for statewide offices from uh, Secretary of State, for example. Or uh, you'll see names pop up for primaries of statehouse seats where it's uh, competitive, uh, but you also have a a list of names for who will be the Republican nominee for governor. Uh, I believe last week or the week before, we talked with uh, former State Senator Paul Schimpf. This morning, we connect with Uh, current state Senator Darren Bailey uh, here on the WMAY morning news feed. He's a Republican running for governor uh, to oppose Governor J.B. Pritzker in the 2022 election in November, but he's still got to get through a primary. Uh, So, Senator, thanks for taking time with us here on WMAY. How are you doing out there? Well,
1: I'm doing great. Good day in the neighborhood, and, and uh, the fight for change continues. So, thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. So, uh, you know, it's been a, a few weeks since we've talked to you. Uh, how's the campaign going? And uh, what kind of outreach are you looking at doing in, say, like the Chicagoland area?
1: That's awesome. Well, we just uh, spent the entire this past weekend and last weekend up in the Chicagoland area. So. Uh, lots of invites, lots of meetings scheduled throughout. Uh, we'll be working, you know, full weeks through sessions uh, through the end of May, and uh, once uh, we'll be spending all of our weekends up in that uh, part of the world with the uh, meetings up with people. And then once uh, June hits, then it's going to be uh, it's going to be uh, you know 24/7, uh, you know, campaign mode. So I got awesome staff to keep the state side things going, and uh, and I'm like I said. The biggest difference is uh, we're, we're just simply going to outwork everyone, and, and, and people will begin to see that. So they've already been seeing
0: it. Well, talk a bit if you can about the things you're hearing uh, from those that uh, you're not from your area, right? And because governor's a statewide office, and you've got uh, the likes of uh, Chicago to, to contend with, and uh, you know they typically lean towards Democrats. How are you going to win over uh, that population?
1: Well, so that's, that's exactly the message. And interestingly enough, the message and the problems are really universal as far as the, uh, you know, the, the, the prime, the real problems, and that's high taxes. So you know, people are paying a high cost for food, high cost for rent in Chicago because of you know, high property taxes. And, and we've got to, we know that we've lost over 850,000 people in the last 10 years. Uh, you know, that's actually what drove me to this, uh, to, to get involved in government uh, two years ago, because of the fear of my grandchildren uh, moving out of state for more opportunity, you know, in, in, in the next ten years. So, um, getting out, listening, sharing stories to people—it it all boils down to uh, uh, the lack of affordable housing, the lack of uh, good, high-paying jobs, the lack of—you uh, uh, know—the the problem with high property taxes. It all boils around the same problem that Illinois continues to spend. More than it brings in, Illinois continues to uh, you know, throw upon on uh, our schools and our local units of government unfunded mandates, which really are the root reason why property taxes continue to increase. So, so really the problem does seem to be universal that people are sick and tired of, uh, of, of taxes.
0: Well, I just got a a story here from uh, Chief Executive Magazine, putting Illinois among the bottom of the pack with California, New York, New Jersey and Washington, um, saying despite powerful human capital, high costs remain a turnoff. Uh, And this coming from Chief Executive Magazine for places uh, to do business, Florida, Texas uh, topping that list. Uh, so, how do you get across to uh, those at the state house that uh, say that you know, for instance, it's because of the Rauner administration's defunding of higher education why we have population loss, or that uh, you know we need to have certain things in place that make uh, the cost of doing business higher in Illinois to ensure that workers are treated fairly? Uh, how do you get across to uh, the Democrat majority at the state house to see? That Illinois is among the the bottom of the pack when it comes to business friendliness.
1: Well, you educate and you empower the voter. So so the uh, the Springfield Democrats just simply they're simply not getting it yet because it feels good to, to give stuff away, but when you give stuff away it costs a lot of money. So, you know, we've been doing that great since day one when I first ran for state rep two years ago. We just we began to educate, we'd share stuff. I I, I ask people to Uh, To get on our Facebook page, Bailey for Illinois, Uh, look up our webpage, baileyforillinois.com. And that's what I do when I go out and about in these communities. Uh, There's a movement taking place. And it's a big movement. It's a groundswell. I think we are uh, terribly underestimated from that, and that is perfectly fine with me because people are tired of this. The message is the same in all four corners of the state, which I've been, and and they're tired of it. So when you empower them, you educate them, you empower them, and you make sure that they start – they're going to show up to vote and that they get engaged with their representatives and their senators and they start – calling their offices and, and having conversations and, and telling them what they like and they don't like. And I think when the Illinois voter uh, begins to do that, I think there's going to be an awakening across the, the state of Illinois. And to your point, you know, across this uh, nation, I believe that uh, I fully intend on, on, you know, having a major part to play with Illinois getting its act together. And I believe that will reverberate all, you know, from coast to coast.
0: State Senator Darren Bailey joining us here on the WMAY morning news feed at 744 I'm Greg Bishop and senator uh, of course you are a Republican uh, conservative uh, how do you get across to the some of the electorate that that may not have uh, the similar values you 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 have and express uh, how do you how do you get them on board with your uh, candidacy uh, if if you still hold some of those and and move forward with some of those uh, conservative principles
1: well Kind of like what Walt Disney said, we as Americans uh, have way more in common than that which uh, separates us. So first and foremost, and I don't see a lot of this going on across Illinois, you listen. You know, you, Maybe you throw out ideas, and, and, and then, you, then you simply listen to the feedback. Maybe you've got people as a state representative and now a state senator. People are constantly calling with problems, ideas. Possible solutions. I listen to those. Again, throwing another quote out to you, Abraham Lincoln: "Keep your enemies or your friends close, but your enemies closer." We listen. I've got a lot of respect from the uh, from the uh, Democrats uh, in in, uh, in Springfield because I listen. You know, I I, I work with them. I deal with them. I, I, I just I put things on pause and we hear them out. And when people are heard, uh, there's something that kind of changes there. I said we we can solve, we can fix our problems in Illinois. And, uh, and that's what uh, that's what we do. But first and foremost, we have to acknowledge, you know, why we in Illinois are in the problem that we're in. It didn't start yesterday. Chicago's been democratically controlled forever and Springfield. We know it's been Illinois has been democratically controlled for, you know, the last 50 years under Madigan. So we, we, again, we educate and uh, people are smart. They'll get it. They just haven't been, you know, they haven't been acclimated uh, to, to government. And that's one thing that my campaign has brought from day one is uh, getting people's voices heard.
0: How do you do that education? How do you do that outreach uh, with uh, the dollars you have on hand compared to what uh, Governor Pritzker's given to his campaign, uh, 30 plus million dollars?
1: You know, well, we simply do. Again, being a farmer, I'm used to long hours. Uh, this campaign, uh, you know, where we make sure we're we're in church every Sunday, and we make sure we're with our family usually on Sunday. But we uh, we don't set aside. We're working seven days a week, and government has got to put in the hours and the time uh, to make this happen. So uh, that's exactly uh, you know we bl- I believe the church is the answer. You get uh, you get you go out and you empower uh People, Chicago, everywhere. You listen. You, you share the, the dream, the hope, and that people are going to plug in. Our biggest mode of education to this point has literally been Facebook. Again, I ask people to get on my Facebook page. You'll see that uh, multiple times throughout the day, usually in the morning, at around eight o'clock, we we start off with an educate with an informational piece. I share some, you know, I share some of the things that's going on in Illinois, getting people involved, possibly in witness slips and calling their representatives. And, uh, and then throughout the day, we keep them informed. But but past social media, past Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and everything else on the Facebook page and the uh, our web page, we literally get out. We've got to show up. We've got to be there. And at the end of the day, uh, that's what we constantly hear. People are going to uh, realize that we're the ones. I'm the one, you know, putting in the time, putting in the hours, uh, listening, showing up, and uh, coming up
0: with solutions. State Senator Darren Bailey with us here on the WMAY Morning Newsfeed. Senator, of course, four weeks left, uh, less than a month for the state legislature uh, and their May thirty-first deadline. Uh, we have yet to see uh, complete budget details put together. We have yet to see how to exactly fund some of the priorities that the governor has laid out. Uh, but we also haven't seen some of the uh, the ethics reforms that we've been uh, hearing about for for years. We haven't uh, yet seen that advance. Uh, what else is not happening at the state house with the uh, the deadline? Rapidly approaching.
1: Well, it's complete. I mean, you know, the breakdown of law enforcement, the breakdown of our educational institutions. I mean, it's it's a disaster, and we're not going to see any of this stuff until the last hours, and it's going to be late. You know, we we typically see uh, uh, legislation to push through on Memorial Day weekend. Uh, we we it, it's gone. It's not going to be pretty. I don't believe. And uh, unfortunately, the Democrats continue to play this game to where they amend the bill, and then once they amend the bill and throw it on the floor, you've got an hour uh, to look at it. So all this stuff that we're hearing about talking about, uh, unfortunately uh, is, is you know probably going to be coming up in some uh, last minute late hour shell bill. So that's uh, we're, we're not dealing uh, with all this. I, I like to my votes kind of represent the fact that I hold the system accountable. We don't need to be dealing with some of the silly stuff that I voted no on. We need to be focusing on, you know, getting our financial act together, and, uh, and that's the problem with Illinois.
0: Senator Darren Bailey on the WMAY morning news feed. He's also a Republican candidate for governor, uh, traveling the state uh, to drum up support for his candidacy. Um, we definitely enjoy uh, taking time with you to to get the latest on what's going on. Uh, but uh, you know something else that you've uh, you've raised the the red flag about is the governor's executive orders. We've seen yet another executive order issued uh, extending the eviction moratorium, modifying the mask mandate. Uh, saying that uh, you know if you're outdoors fully vaccinated you don't have to wear a mask unless you're around large groups uh, where are you at now with uh, covid 19 uh, and how the, the the state has managed it uh, this 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 far into the uh, pandemic
1: our schools our businesses um, you know the, the the elderly population the nursing homes many lives are a disaster i mean i hear that this government has this governor has failed miserably it is governments duty to educate, to inform, to find solutions. We've got the Illinois Public Health Department that that is able to, again, educate, inform, be there to help if, if, on our local county basis, as I explained in the Illinois Emergency Agency Act. If they need help, they go to the governor's office. If the governor's office goes help, they go nationwide. This, uh, you know, as, as per my lawsuit, uh, you know, this, this mask mandate, if you want to wear a mask, you wear a mask. If you need to wear a mask, you wear a mask. If you're a business and you want to require masks and enforce that, so be it. But to fine, to shut down, and to threaten schools, churches, and businesses, uh, that goes against every grain of what this constitutional republic uh, stands for. And that's, uh, you know, that's probably what brought up, uh, you know, the initial fight uh, for me was just knowing that as a free American, Something's not right here. Government, if, if, you know, if we, if we were living under a monarchy, that's one thing. But we're living under a constitutional republic where, you know, if the General Assembly wants to get together and, and change laws, but these rules, these rules are nonsense. And I want to point out that many of these rules are unenforceable. The governor himself, he's even repeated that. He said, well, it's just recommendations. So I want people to remember that. If you're serving on a school board, you've got a duty to your local school district and, uh, and and not to sit and listen to be threatened to be bullied by this governor.
0: State Senator Darren Bailey, I uh, appreciate your time this morning. We'll connect again in the future and uh, we'll see you back here in Springfield tomorrow when the legislature convenes. Uh, be safe out there, all I'll right?
1: I'll be there. I'll be there. Thanks a lot.